TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Total Information AM Sunday on the Voice of St. Louis KMOX. It's 721. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. Glad to be joined by Michael Kelly and John Hancock. Gentlemen, good morning. Morning. All right. So we'll begin with Gabe Gore, the new circuit attorney announced by Governor Parson this week. Let's talk about his purview from your perspective Kim Gardner was hell-bent on justice system reform at all costs. I would say that's a fair assessment. Uh, what do you think, let's start with you, Michael, uh, Gabe Gore's compass is? Well, I think the governor uh, probably did an extensive interview process. And uh, what we're ultimately looking for is somebody who can stand at the office. I mean, Kim Gardner did have uh, the 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 sayings that she was going to go out there and make criminal justice a a far more fair and balanced approach, but that's not letting murderers loose. Uh, And that's exactly what was happening. So I expect the next year and a half to really just be uh, Mr. Gore setting up the office, putting it together and just getting the trains running back on time. Uh, I don't see him chasing any larger lofty uh, agenda. Yeah. He's probably got a lot on his plate before he gets to any of that stuff. But John, it's a Republican governor making this uh, decision. He's seemingly a Democrat, Gore. I guess that doesn't really matter in this position, or does it to you? Well, I think what was instructive to me was that when the governor was asked why he appointed a Democrat, he said, I didn't know he was a Democrat. I didn't ask him. Uh, and I, I think that's I think that's laudatory on, on the part of the governor. Uh, it, it only his partisanship, Gabe Gore's partisanship, only matters if he decides to run for election in 2024. And he is a Democrat. I think he's going to do. Uh, if you just look at his resume, very impressive guy. Uh, he's spent a lifetime of, of giving back to the community. Uh, he's walking away from a very prestigious law firm uh, to take a job that truly is public service. And, yeah, I expect he's going to do a fine job, and I think it's going to take some time, some months uh, probably, to get that up and running. The other thing that's encouraging here, guys, is the way the regional prosecutors uh, around St. Louis have raised their hands to pitch in uh, and provide assistance to that St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office. I think there's a recognition that the crime problem in St. Louis City affects everybody in the region. And uh, I'm heartened to see that. Yeah, that was something impressive. Every, uh, there seemed to be praise from all corners for this uh, announcement. And especially with the regional prosecutors, yeah, I, I guess they're pretty exhausted with the whole crime issue and how it affects them. So, Michael, you seem to have an optimistic uh, idea about going forward, how this will play out. Well, Scott, I don't think there's anywhere for us to go but up. Um, I think if the fact that the man shows up um, and puts lawyers into the office and they start showing up the court, um, you have to say that's a success. Um, if, if he goes further and actually 
uh, fully implements the office. I mean, I don't know what more we could ask for of this guy. Well, let's move to a national topic. The X date is coming up, the date when uh, you know, the debt ceiling. So what uh, the GOP wants more military spending, more cuts in domestic programs. The Democrats say no way. This sounds very familiar. Uh, how do we get this deal done, John? Well, I think you're going to the Democrats are going to have to give on spending cuts at some level. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of back and forth at, the, at this point and a lot of dire predictions that, you know, the worst case Armageddon is going to happen and the economy is going to collapse. I don't think any of that is likely. Uh, I think ultimately they're going to play a game of brinksmanship up until the, the very end of the process. I think there will be some spending cuts. They won't be enough to make Republicans happy. But uh, ultimately, they're going to get a deal on this. I would predict that in the House, uh, the the ultimate deal, whatever it is, is going to have to pass with bipartisan support. I don't think I don't think the Republicans will be able to hold their entire caucus, their four seat majority together. And so and I think that's going to happen. I, I expect that this is going to work itself out. Michael, what do you think is the most important thing people should know about this issue, the debt ceiling? Well, as a middle-aged guy myself who's starting to uh, think about what life will look like when I don't have to work, I don't want to see the economy collapse. And that's a potential consequence of what we might face. Uh, John pointed out a couple of interesting points. Number one is this probably is going to take some bipartisan support. There is a group of of Republicans uh, in the United States House who just want to break things. Um, and they are heck bent on uh, pulling that off. And therefore, it's going to take some Democrats to participate. Uh, John also mentions that the Democrats are going to have to concede on some spending. That's very likely. But there's also going to be questions about some of these tax cuts that came into place. There's tax cuts in the uh, Trump, uh, the Trump tax cuts that uh, exempted private airplanes, et cetera. So I think you're going to hopefully see some type of balance uh, that's going to come here that will have both spending cuts and tax cuts. If tax cuts are included, it's going to take a lot of Democrats to get it done because Kevin McCarthy doesn't have his uh, caucus on a good day. Well, out of the G7, uh, China and Russia on the same side against everyone else. What else is new? Keep your enemies closer, I guess. Uh, What do you think about the relationship uh, between the U.S. and these two countries, John, uh, at this stage? I mean, what is there to do? Well, the big news that's come out of the G7 so far is that the U.S. is going to provide F-16 fighters to Ukraine. Uh, that's a, a definite shift in policy. I think it's a good shift in policy. You know, the, the China, Russia, and I would put Iran into that equation, too, uh, who are kind of forming this unholy alliance. You know, the United States, one thing we're going to have to do, I think, is try and decouple our economic interests from so much dependency on China, for example. We've done that with Russia. Um, And I think that's going to be something that over the next decade or so needs to be a priority. Any last thoughts, uh, Michael? Yeah, I think John's right. I mean, China and Iran are essentially lone wolves out there. Then they uh, are surviving without much help from the world. Uh, I'm sorry, Russia and Iran. China, on the other hand, is totally integrated into the world economy. Um, And it's likely going to take the efforts of the entire world 
to kind of shame the Chinese into uh, separation from Vladimir Putin. Both of them are a huge threat simply because of their uh, nuclear weapons. China uh, has really got the world by the uh, by the tail as it relates to the economic impact that they make in the world. But that also could be a negative uh, if the world unites and tries to force them into a position. So hopefully we're going to see some really good diplomacy. And this is why it's important for us to have strong allies around the world. And I'm encouraged to see what we've uh, the products of that coming out of the G7. Michael Kelly, John Hancock, appreciate your perspective as always. Thank you. See you, Scott. All right. It is 729. You're listening to Total Information AM on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 